Ending small business failure. Welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with the number one small business expert, Melinda Emerson. Melinda's goal is to end small business failure, and she'll give you the information you need to succeed and live the life you dream of. Now, here's the small biz lady herself, Melinda Emerson. Hi, everybody. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and welcome to the Small Biz Chat Podcast. I'm Small Biz Lady, America's number one small business expert, and I am excited to welcome you to today's show. Today's show is all about developing your 2021 business strategy. If you need a new strategy for where your business is going to be going in the new year, Well, we have all been affected by the pandemic and you're in the right place. Small Biz Pat is really, it's a live peer-to-peer interview show that gives small business owners a way to get and share valuable information and advice. The mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. And tonight's show is featuring three live guests. And we are also broadcasting from my Small Biz Lady Facebook page, my YouTube channel, and we're streaming live on Twitter via Periscope. On Small Biz Chat Live, our goal is to give our small business audience an opportunity to hear sage advice from multiple angles to grow your business and take it to the next level. So with that, I would love to introduce my guest, Martin Harshberger. He is a small business consultant and business advisor. He's worked for a Fortune 500 company for 15 years doing turnarounds, and then he started a value-added logistics company in Memphis, Tennessee. After 10 years, he sold his stock in the company and became a highly sought-after business consultant to small and medium-sized businesses. Martin, welcome to Small Biz Chat Live. So let's just jump into this because I think that strategy is something that's really important. And I think a lot of people think they have a strategy and they don't always have a strategy. Isn't that right? Let's talk about how strategy ties into really overall leadership in the business. What do you think are sort of like the most important attributes of a successful small business leader today? Well, go back to strategy. I think you're exactly right. Most small and even mid-tier businesses don't have a strategy. And when you talk to them about it, they think it's for large corporations. When you talk about 2021, I think you have to look at 2021 almost as a startup. There are a lot of companies have been down and, and really go back and do a strategy and do an in-depth strategy lets you understand your own business and market as well as actually better than what you know now. So I think that's exactly what it is. 2021, you've got to look at it because nobody knows what's going to happen. So you better have all your angles covered, right? I completely agree with that. But I also want to take it back to something that one of my old strategy professors said in graduate school. He always said that strategy was about competition and that it was about creating value in your business that is not easily duplicatable by your competition. That's a value proposition. And I can tell you, most companies don't have, have never done that because they haven't done a strategy and haven't done the work to create a value proposition. They have to sell on price, which most of my clients, when I run into them, is exactly what they're doing. They turn well, themselves into a commodity by not differentiating. Yeah, and I know selling on price for a small business, that's bad for business, right? Because it seems like a race to the bottom is a race you don't want to get into, right? Exactly. You can always be, uh, anybody can underprice you for, especially if you're a small business, you don't have a lot of cash. So anybody can underprice you for a finite amount of time and put you in a, in a bad position. That's exactly what I was thinking. So 
Listen, let's talk about what's going on right now. One in five businesses has stopped operating and really has is presumed dead, right? And many businesses are still on the brink of going under. And now the coronavirus numbers are going back up. I mean, what do you think people should be focusing on right now to save their business? Clarity, uh, exactly what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. I mean, I think what you're not, what you don't do is more important right now. I think you've got to look at got revenue sources. You've got to look at high margin revenue sources, manage cash, reduce costs. Because you don't know what 2021 is going to look like or how long it's going to take to recover. So I think if you're still there, that's why I tell my clients, if you've got a low margin business, you almost you can't hire people for a low margin business and make it. So you got to try to pick your pick your revenue sources and stay with it. Okay. So what would you say to somebody that actually had to close down and they're trying to figure out, you know, what's next? That's a tough question. I don't know if there is an answer. That depends on the market, I guess. But like some of the retail or, or restaurants, I don't think there are a lot of them are coming back. You mentioned that they don't have a deep cash reserves. I was working with a client right before the uh, pandemic hit. Where I was doing a refinance from Crash BA for a pretty good refinance package. His first quarter was strong. His second quarter disappeared and blew away the opportunity to refinance. So I mean, he's in deep trouble just for that quarter. So I don't, I don't have an answer for that. If I did, I'd be, I'd be a lot smarter than I am, I guess. Well, I mean, the way I kind of look at it is if your business went under in the pandemic, if when you get yourself back on your financial footing and you're able to start another business, you're going to be smarter, right? I mean, you're going to be better because you would learn this expensive lesson. I mean, I kind of feel like all of these things are lessons, right? I think some people get stuck on the word failure, right? You're like, and they feel like failure. I think there's a difference between failing and failure, right? And right. I think that sometimes people focus on failure like like a more personal thing versus looking at it like failing, you know? Absolutely. And sometimes you can kind I of feel cool for it. You don't know where they landed after the shutdown. I mean, if they've got loans in trouble, that kind of thing, it's going to be hard for them to come back. You know, there's a lot of them right now that have loans outstanding at banks or in arrears. It's going to be a tougher, tougher sell. Now, the good news is there's no real hurry for the bank to foreclose on them because equipment and so on, they're not going to be able to sell it. So they may be able to restructure something with a bank and start from there. But I have, most of my clients have outstanding loans, credit lines, that kind of thing. So Definitely, definitely. Well, what industries do you think are still growing? You know, we're, we're obviously in sort of like a recession era, you know, economy right now. If you were going to scale a business or build a business right now, you know, what industries would you be looking at potentially investing in? Auto's coming back, for sure, starting to. They say housing is starting back, which is good for a lot of clients. Like I have a client that makes uh, industrial seals. He is, uh, rises and falls with construction. So, I mean, a lot of the, it just depends on what the market comes back. And right now, oil's down. I have a client that it does a lot with oil and gas or fracking. Nobody knows when it's coming back. So, again, it's just, I think it's market dependent. I think another issue is suppliers. You know, when, when you do come back, is your supply chain solid? Have they, have they gotten into trouble? So, I think a lot, when you're coming back, is part of the strategy. You've got to, got to get a backup for your suppliers and understand what condition they're in. That's a very legitimate point. I do think one of the things that the pandemic really did decimate is supply chain, right? I mean, supply chain has really been damaged. I mean, we live in an era of global supply chain, right? So, I mean, you know, supply chain was definitely damaged for people, you know, large, you know, manufacturers, you know, mass manufacturers. But 
even people manufacturing stuff in the U.S. I mean, supply chains got messed up here because people couldn't get raw materials from wherever they were getting them from. Well, the chemicals come from China. And when the pandemic hit, they shut that down. What happened? A lot of large companies brought up what supply was there and the smaller companies were, were in trouble. Sure, sure. Well, smaller companies always tend to be in trouble. So so let's talk a little bit about one of the things that I think people struggle with as they start thinking about business strategy is I think people mistake operational excellence for a strategy. Like we just want to be good at what we do. Well, everybody can be, you know, operational excellence is something anyone can aspire to. But value, having a real value proposition is different. Can you talk a little bit about the, the difference? I'll give you an example. One client that was in a uh, was in a commodity-based business, but he was doing a lot of R&D, new, new product development for clients. And then the client would take the product, put it out to bid to see if he was going to make it or somebody else. So we backed him up and said, you're not going to be in the you're not going to be in the commodity business. And we're going to be an R&D company that actually makes product. So he stopped dealing with the purchasing manager that was that was price sensitive. Started dealing with engineering, so he started specking his product rather than. So when he did a market share, it, it was a gutsy move on his part, but it really worked out well for him. Oh, definitely. You want to be in on the RFP being developed all day, right? That's I mean, that's, that's a great way. Well, <laughs> that's a great way to ensure that you're always the number one supplier, right? Absolutely, yeah. So there's a lot of ways to develop a, a value proposition, whether it's service, or but you got to do something that, that sets you apart from the competition because if the customer views you the same as everybody else, he looks at two things, price and delivery, right? Sure. So. I know that you say that 50% of businesses don't have a documented strategy. And then you said that of those that do, only about 1% actually execute their strategy. Well, what do you think is missing? Oh, that was in the balance square. I think it was 10%. I did some work with his name now, the blueprint to a billion. He was talking about that as well. It's accountability. I mean, top management usually delegates it down to departments, to middle management, and never reviews it, never... It holds anybody accountable. It's one issue. They don't review it regularly. The second thing is compensation. When you when you do a change initiative or strategy and you delegate tasks down the line and you compensate them for day to day profitability, what gets what gets a focus? Right. I mean, it, nobody looks at the change initiatives, especially if they're not being reviewed. I totally totally agree with you. But here's what I want to do. Let's put a pin in that, and when we come back. We're going to talk even more about, you know, leadership capacity in small business. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and we will be right back. Hi, I'm Melinda Emerson, Small Biz Lady. I know you might be thinking about quitting your business and going back into corporate America, but wait, before you give up, my new book, Fix Your Business, could give you a whole new lease on life. My 12 P's of running a successful business will walk you through step-by-step how to grow your business revenue, how to hire great people and streamline your processes and so much more. Grab a copy today of Fix Your Business and get your life back. Welcome back to Small Biz Chat Live. I'm Melinda Emerson, the Small Biz Lady, and my guest is Martin Harshberger. And we're talking about how to boost your leadership to better execute the strategy in your small business. So, Martin, why is leadership so important in a small business? And, and what can you do to develop your leadership skills? Oh, there's a lot of leadership programs out there. But again, if you do any research on that, leadership programs typically don't work. They don't add value. And the reason they don't add value is there's barriers to, to change. I read a, an article in the Harvard Business Review a couple of months ago, and it was really put it well. They said the 
strength of the people receiving the training is not sufficient to overcome the inertia of the company that keeps it going the same way. So, you know, to go in and just do leadership, you've got to get down and look at barriers to execution down down lower in the organization. It doesn't happen. Leadership's important everywhere. And every time I've done a strategy session with a client, leadership always falls out. There's always something there. But I think there's something missing in, in the leadership development. You can teach a person to change the organization. It's a different thing. Well, I mean, okay, so if you're training people, but you're not changing the organization, how do you fix that? Like, what do you do to actually make sure that the change trickles down? Well, I'm trying to do a new uh, mentorship program right now for leadership development coaches to teach them. I've got a framework I put together this year to teach them how to ask the questions down into the organization and look for those barriers. Because I think the human factors is important, like myself. I'm, I'm a consultant, I'm not a coach, and I don't have the human factor skills. But I've, I've run into times a lot that I wish I did have them. So I think if I could take somebody who had strong human factor skills, I could teach them to go down in the organization and look for those barriers. Interesting, interesting. So if someone wanted to get like three books where they could learn how to, you know, really develop a leadership strategy that sticks, you got any suggestions for us? best book I read was No Nonsense Management. It was written back in the 70s. It shows you I'm old uh, by Peter Slocum. But it, it was really good. It was short chapters. And it, it was the general manager's primer. If somebody's going into management or in management now, I think that's an excellent one to look at. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Martin. It was great insight that you've given us. And thank all of you for joining me tonight. Please head over to my blog, SucceedIsYourOwnBoss.com. We'll have more information about all of my guests tonight. And certainly, I want to leave you with this. My mission of Small Biz Chat is to end small business failure. But here's the deal. You never lose in business. Either you win or you learn. Good night, everybody. And God bless. Thank you for listening to the Small Biz Chat Podcast with Belinda Emerson. For more resources and small business success strategies, visit SucceedAsYourOwnBoss.com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and join us next Wednesday.